Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, Schleifer and Triantos, and ask me questions if I was confusing. A couple podcasts ago, I was talking about the instructional league setup this cycle, or instructs. And in case you've forgotten, or in case you missed it, the 60 players are being divided into two sets. One of the sets will generally be playing a game on that day, and the other set will generally be doing something other. Um, I don't know, possibly doing a you know group project... Walking up a mountain, or I, I have no idea what they're doing. But presumably, one team will be doing more playing in one day, and the other team will probably be doing more practicing in a day. That would be my guess. Then there would probably be some other time for, you know, just normal, natural bonding. Today, I, I don't even have anything as far as what different teams are called. It's just two different squads. Today, Tyler Schlafer got the start against an, let me see, an athletics squad against Oakland. And Schlafer, who had been pitching quite a bit in Myrtle Beach back toward the end of the season, pitched four innings, two hits, no runs, no walks, six strikeouts, 48 pitches, 39 strikes. That sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty good. Um, the... Is he the UIC guy? Yeah, he's uh, out of Home and Flossmore. Um, was going to be a UIC flame, but chose to come to the Cubs instead. Um, I was not expecting this. Schlafer did much better in Myrtle Beach than I expected. And by the time he got to Myrtle Beach, by the time the season ended, he still had some innings he needed to get in. So they're sending him back to the Instructional League to get in some innings so he can toss a little bit. And he's continuing to do quite well. Following Tyler Schlafer, Drew Gray, the Cubs' third-round pick this cycle. He pitched two and two-thirds innings, one hit, no walks, one Let's try that again. Two and two-thirds innings. One hit, no runs, one walk, eight strikeouts. I'm going to say that again. Two and two-thirds innings, one hit, no runs, one walk, eight strikeouts. Two and two-thirds innings, eight strikeouts. Do the math. 50 pitches, 29 strikes. Not too bad for a kid who was in high school last spring. Eduarniel Nunez got a little bit of a look. Sheldon Reed got a little bit of a look. A bunch of the guys who were in the bullpens late in the season in the lower minors squads in Myrtle Beach and South Bend are getting in some extra work. Five to nothing final. James Triantos hit the ball into somebody's yard. Yes, he hit the ball into somebody's yard. He went out of the ballpark and it bounced over the street. And into somebody's yard. James Triantos was in high school last year. Now he's darn near putting out people's windows in Mesa. James Triantos might be okay. Um, 
chatting with somebody online today about some of his numbers in the Arizona League as compared to, well, I'll put it this way, people that you've heard of. His numbers stack up. Um, let's run through it. Parker Shavers had a double and a walk. Triantos played second, walk, homer, RBI, stolen base, caught stealing. He did strike out once, so they, they can't get him out sometimes. Jason Santana, two for four, single and a double. Scored a run, stole a base. Uh, let's see, Ranier Quintero, single, two walks, RBI, run scored. Christian Olivo, who couldn't get enough at-bats in the Arizona League because there's only one Arizona League team. Now he's actually getting some at-bats. Two for four, double, double, run, RBI. Two caught stealings. Wow, they, they were aggressively running. Uh, it's what, four stole, um Two stolen bases and four caught stealing, something like that. Uh, Peter Matt, one for four, RB, two RBI single. Luis Verdugo and Brian Serra got a little bit of a look. Um, three errors, all three on errant pickoff throws by pitchers. Uh, there you go. A good day. A, a, a good day. Players developing, players getting, you know, extended out a little bit. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's nice to see. It, it's nice to see players having more opportunity. Tyler Schlafer continuing to get better. He is an absolute stealth candidate. Um, did he end up as one of my 35? Or is he on the, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Tyler Schlafer. Actually, I have a sheet for each different breaking camp. Uh, Tyler Schlafer, 35-plus on the fan graphs. Um, pitching like he deserves that. While most people will be bent about, oh, no, the Cubs lost another game, and there's a teaser rally, and da-da-da-da-da. Um, Cubs are in a flat-footed tie with the Minnesota Twins as far as records. If... There is a tie at the end of the season. The Cubs draft before the Twins. If the Cubs are drafting 7th, that's absolutely fine. They're drafting 8th, it's fine, but I'd rather have 7th than 8th. I'd rather draft 7th than 8th. And right now, as to whether... Um, what, Cubs have 7 games against Cardinals? Cubs win 2 games against the Cardinals? I'm not going to get you know, like suicidal or want to go kick a dog or anything. Dog would probably eat my foot off. But uh, they'll play the games out. Hopefully the players will learn some things and wins and losses right now are not as significant as you might have thought they would have been. They're not. They just aren't. That's how the season is. That's how the season has eventuated. Enjoy the games for what they are. And if the Cardinals end up storming through, then so be it. Um, if the Cubs have a bad stretch, let's see, was it 10 games left? If the Cubs, if the Cubs win three games or less, they'll probably have the seventh pick. If they win seven games or more, they'll probably have the eighth pick. And what I want has no bearing on anything. What matters is, are the people in place to... 
take advantage of whatever's available. Are the people in place to take advantage of whatever's available? If not, get about getting the people in place to take advantage of that. I doubt the Cubs are doing the three- or four-year contracts this offseason. Maybe they are. I've been wrong plenty before. Um, but we'll see. It will be more dependent on how does Brennan Davis do? How does um, Daniel Palencia do? How does Owen Casey do? How does Reggie Preciado do? Kevin Alcantara do? James Triantos, how do those guys do? How does Jordan Wicks do? If those players that are coming along end up doing really well, how um, Rowan Wick does next year, really not all that important. How the players in the pipeline that are being developed, how they continue to grow Pete Crow Armstrong, if he's a regular starter for a good for a good team for five or six or seven or eight or nine, ten years, then the Cubs will be in fine shape, at least there. Each different player determines answers to questions. And I really don't think Jed is going to make a huge investment in a player, possibly giving up a draft pick in the process, just to cut off opportunities from players who might be good in a couple years. I think he will do the one or two year deals. If a player does well and the team's not competing in July, you trade him off. Bring back something. Because it worked last time. The Cubs have played rather well in September. No, that doesn't mean they won. Yes, they did get swept by the Twins at home. Yes, they swept the Twins in Minnesota. It's a wash. The future is going to be how well do the Cubs prospects do. That's what it's going to be. If the Cubs prospects are going to be cat piss, the Cubs aren't going to be able to do enough effective free agent signings to make up for it. If the Cubs prospects are fantastic, the good free agents are going to want to come here anyway. That's how it works. Players want to go where the good talent is. Oh my goodness, this team over here. They have Luis Robert. They have Eloy Jimenez. They have Jose Abreu. They have etc. They have this guy, they have that guy. They have... Dallas Keuchel goes there. And Carlos Rodon goes there. Huh, that's strange. All these players who could go wherever they wanted went to a really good-looking team. Huh. Funny how that happens, isn't it? If the Cubs get themselves to the point where people are saying, I want to go to the team that has Kevin Alcantara and James Triantos and Owen Casey and Reggie Preciado and all these other guys who are really good and Jordan Wicks and, uh, and they're all making nothing. I want to go play for that team. Then the Cubs will be in fine shape. The Cubs prospects are overhyped and aren't really going to be all that good after all, Cubs will be an ordinary team. Kind of like they've been the last couple of years. Instructs are more instructional than finality. Triantos hits one into somebody's front yard. Tyler Schlafer, four more good innings. Drew Gray, two and two-thirds innings, eight strikeouts. Yeah, that steps along the way. 
I'm not even thinking Drew Gray being a, you know, stud beast of a superstar. Not even thinking that. After all, he's a second-day pick. Who, who, when does that ever happen? <laughs> um, but you can only judge players based on what they have done. You can only judge players based on what they have done. At least that's the way I look at it. Guy's gotten to advanced A. How's he going to do in double A? How's he going to do in triple A? What's his estimate? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. All I can do is, this is what I've heard him doing recently. This is how he's doing now. People that have done this well to this level before, this is what they usually do at the next level. And then we'll sit and watch. We'll see what happens. I, I, I can't read the future. I can't read the future. I don't know that I want to read the future. But Minding instructs, do the players who are the interesting pieces for on into the future, are they playing well? If they're playing well, then that bodes well for the future. And in late September, when the Cubs are fighting for the 6th or the 7th or the 8th or the ninth draft pick, the future is what matters, not the present. Thanks for stopping by. I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe, go Cubs, go, and be nice to people.